Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast with me, Charlie Baker, and John Cadogan on the ice, John. On the ice, we're back in our little booth again, actually. We like we it in the booth. last week. We like it. I really in the like booth. it. We mocked it like Dean Moxie. <laughs> we did. But now I really like it. You like it? It's like, it feels looser, doesn't it, John? Like more of a conversation. It's quite cosy. quite like it. We had another studio booked with John Pienaar, but we didn't go and sit with John this week. No, I, f- I find him quite intimidating. Although you chatted to John, didn't you? Chatted to John. And yeah. you know what? He could tell you anything. And, and, you'd, go, and you'd go, that, and that is the fact. Yes. That is the absolute <laughs> fact. I, I have no reason to not agree with this person speaking now. Or yeah. understand and believe everything he says. He said Lubos Kubik, the greatest <laughs> manager yeah, Talking yes, United ever had. Yes. And you Mark Halstead yeah, yeah. should be Talkie's number one. <laughs> he is Talkie's number one, really? of course. He yeah. is number one, of course. He really is, yeah. We are. In number. This is a National League football podcast, John. It you is, were at some National League. Are we going to talk about Talkie now or later I can, on? Yeah, can Let's do. talk about it now. It's Talkie Corner. We don't <laughs> have that anymore. Um, you went to, you were working. You were one of the, well, you were probably the only Talkie fan in the ground, no, John. There was me, Dom. Dom, Dom of course. Dom, the Talkie press officer. Ian. Yeah. He works Ian. in the media team. Yeah, but they have staff. Jess, who works in the media They're team. They're staff. They don't count as fans anymore, John. They're staff. That's true. I know you were working, but, you know. Matt Buse was there. Matt Buse. Is he Buse? a talkie fan? I don't know. He's a Tiverton yeah. fan, isn't he? I don't know. Taunton fan? Not, I can't remember if he was like a boyhood talking fan. <laughs> More on that later on. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah, maybe I was. Maybe I was the only talkie fan. I gave him a little wave. but And I thought he was waving at me, mm. but he was waving at Dom. Oh, I wasn't waving at you. No. And then I thought, well, why would he wave at me? When you, when, you put, when you put your hand up to wave, do you think, when you do that, do you think it gives him little flashbacks to when that keeper put his hand up to tip it onto the post? <laughs> I did notice his eyes started twitching <laughs> just afterwards. Twitch. Um, was it as bad as it looked on the stream, John? Uh, I mean, you haven't seen the stream, so you I don't know. Seen, well, no, I have. Because for the first time ever, uh, we had the stream oh. on, so it was like an instant replay. Amazing. So I sounded really clued up because I sounded like I just really remembered that well. <laughs> really him on the read the game. But no, I just had a stream that was about 20 seconds behind. It was great. Yeah. Well, I thought first half, 
I could only watch the first half because I had to drive to Poole in Dorset for yep. a gig. Very nice gig. Um, and so I couldn't watch the second half. It sounded like we were... Re- I thought we were good first half. We just could not put one single... It reminded me of a, se- a, a, a match from earlier in the season when we couldn't get a ball in the box yeah. for love nor money. We- and that seems to be the issue. Like, if you're going to have Danny right up front... Get the ball in the box with quality. One of the only times they did that, he had that header. I think that was in the first half where he nearly scored. But yeah, they they, they passed it excellently. Yeah. No end product. Nothing. And, uh, Bloody hell, Amara. Yeah, bloody hell. He was uh, a man on a mission, Josh Amara. Putting still, himself about a bit. I'd still, I think if we'd had him up front on Saturday, we might have won the game. Yeah. What about that, John? There's a thing. It's a point. Uh, we were sh- in the second half. Yeah. Were we? Terrible. Sh- Absolutely awful. The. the, the, the into the swearing on the podcast now. Aren't I'm you, into it. You're but into I'm going to edit this one though. Okay. The thing. It's going to be some editing. Second half. So uh, yeah, what terrible. I listened to you on the because you can listen on the app. So I listened in the BBC car Sounds to app. you. Yep. Very good. Thank as you very ever. Much. And um, it just sounded like nothing was coming off. We'd ru- somehow run out of energy. The yeah. Lolos thing felt like a, a, bit, a stake in the ground. Christ. <laughs> Found like right it sounded through. like a. It's now or never, right? I'll show you. What did, what was your reading of that situation? It was odd. I mean, he came on and had th- probably three touches, all of which I think he lost the ball. And like he replaced Danny Wright, he was knackered. But even a knackered Danny Wright looked, yeah. looked more a threat. Lolos just came on and looked way off it and just hauled him off. He, I mean, he was angry when he got taken off. As he the trouble be, was the bench. Minutes, there was but... no one else. We had no one. Where's but Dan? Then, where's Dan then... Holman? Is he? Where's he gone? He's been disappeared, doesn't he? But that was we actually went to no strikers by taking Lolos off. That's how yeah. bad it was. We'd rather have no strikers on. Actually, we looked a bit better after we went off, to be yeah. honest. And he had sort of little and lemon havens up front. Such and a then shame. nearly won it. Yeah, yeah. And you thought it was over the line, didn't I you, John? It probably was. And he does put his hand up straight away. I wasn't there. Only seen it on the stream. It's inconclusive. Yeah, you can't tell from the stream. But my feeling in real time. It looked like he'd overrun it. But I also think you can't tell if you're the other side of the pitch and there's a goal in the way. And you're, and you're, no, there was also and, that. And you're, and you're disallowing a goal, which is a big thing to do, isn't it? The line has got to be really sure. Is, you've got to be absolutely 100% sure. And you can't be. No. And so, and so it just strikes me as, what do they want, these yeah. people? Nigel Adderley, uh, I was talking to him the other day, and he was saying the problem with the referees in the National League is they are the top level in the non-league game. So they think they are untouchable. Mm. They think they are at the uh, they are absolutely untouchable because they are at the, about the top as they're going to gonna get. But they're actually n- still not very good. Because <laughs> if they're any good, they'd be in one of the other 46 matches that's played on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, and so this is the problem you're always going to have. But you cannot have people who guess... And that's I, the annoying thing. I will say, I don't think we deserve to win the game. Doesn't matter. We'd have taken it. Doesn't matter. You can't have officials who guess at whether it's gone. No. Like we found, like we found in the bloody Ashton Gate. I think that's probably it, John. Do you? I think we're done. I think I think it'd be very sensible, almost, to go. Okay, a lot hasn't worked. Gary and Aaron are a hundred percent the people. The chance we have next season is with Gary and Aaron. Putting together a squad now and in the summer, getting the people he wants, giving it a good go next year. Because hopefully 
I really think Stockport and Wrexham are going to get promoted. Yeah. And that is the big money gone out of the league. I know there's still big teams, and there will be big teams. There'll be Scunthorpe next season, and one of Carlisle or Oldham or possibly Stevenage. You know, they're all they're all floating around mm-hmm. there. Southend will have a go next year. Not scout, but we can have a go next year. Is the thing, and FFP comes in. All those things. It's just how long we can get out of Sean McDonald if he wants to stay. Joe Lewis if he wants to stay. Has Moxie got another season in him? Has Asa Hall got another season yes, in him? Does thing. Ben Winter want to stay? You know, all our we've got a decent. You know, Connor. We've got a very decent. Can we get another season out of Danny Wright? Doesn't look like Probably it. Not. Don't know. You know. Does Armani want to stay? You know, this is a good... If we can get these eight, nine players, we've got a very good spine. But it's getting them all on the pitch at the same time with the bits of quality. What a Did you enjoy start it? To the very podcast. serious, a proper football start yeah. to the podcast, John, isn't it? It's not a manager special. It's a very serious start. It is. The hopefully not so serious middle and end. But it's not a talky podcast, John. Talkie what podcast. else is coming up in the Let's podcast? Uh, so, well, we've, we've done a lot of it. We've got National League news mm. to cut because, yeah, there were some other teams playing. Not as uh, important or interesting teams, but other teams were playing. Other teams were playing. Uh, so we'll plod our way through that. Um, I believe uh, we're going to talk Woking. A bit of proper Woking. We've got a Woking guest. Got a Woking fan. Alan, Alan Dowson, Dowson, of course, has left. Gone. Dowson. Woking. On his weed. The old foe. Been given the old Ting Tuck lady. I wonder if Gary will give him a ring or not. I don't think they were ever best for friends. No. Um, He's now packing up the old porter cabin. Big part of Torquay's recent history, I think, Alan Dowson. A big part player. How many of the OG Foss will remember Alan Dowson's porter cabin as a uh, little Foff game? Guess what Alan had in his porter cabin? Was it it guessing what he had? You don't remember it, do you? I don't remember it, John. I don't remember anything we've ever done. (laughs) You don't remember it? I don't remember anything. I think we played it with, uh, if he's still listening, we've not heard from him in a while, Nick Garley. Correctly guessed that Alan had a rotavator in his porter cabin. I hope Nick is still listening because I liked him. He's a nice yeah, man. Yeah, um, uh, well, Just remember, John, on air the other day, I couldn't remember the name of one Premier League footballer. That did happen. <laughs> but I think National League, I, you'd be all right. Don't get me started. <laughs> Please don't get me started. <laughs> you will be able to stop it. Um, some letters, I'm assuming, some John. Some letters, and I think... Uh, We're going to solve Cracker Case. Yeah. Poirot's turning up. Poirot's on the case. He's uh, come to some deductions. Mm, okay, that's interesting. To know. Let's have some National League news then, John. Come on then, let's get back to uh, to Saturday. Oh, and we've also got Tuesday to predict as well. Oh yeah, which predict- is always, uh, we always uh, love a little bit of predictions fun, that no one ever checks. Brilliant. No one checks. No one's interested in, but we'll do them. Uh, Altingham three, Dagenham and Redbridge nil. Bigger Altingham, Gene. Delighted. Not so good for you. Uh, not so good for me because I had an acker that would have bought in 120 pounds, John, and it was all done in. On that result, be what a gam- shame! Be gambleaware. Be gambleaware. Dot org. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but no. Look, I'm very pleased for Altrincham. A poor result. Who for saw Dagenham? that coming? Terrible result for Dagenham, really. There. Not and great. I, I saw uh, there's a there's a guy on uh, Twitter who regularly tweets about Dagenham and Redbridge. Can't remember his name. Oh well. Um, and he said, "Well, that's our season now." And I looked where Dagenham were, and they are. 10th. 10th, and we are 11th, so I thought, oh, right, that's probably our season. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> Dagenham, remember they were running away I they were absolutely on, flying. Were like, oh, this is Dagenham's year. Very Dagenham uh, performance. Uh, Altingham had Harry Perrett. Is he time for them so on loan? Scored the winner. 
scored the winner, I think. Did he? No, no, no. <laughs> no I'll tell you who scored the winner. Sharing for Accrington for Stanley. Accrington. Right, yeah, that's yes. what it was. Got the two uh, mixed up. He did get the two mixed up. They did have Josh Hancock playing for the Maltingham, but he didn't score after half an hour. But oh. he did score. Did score. Yeah. Very good. Well done. Well done, Jean. Well done, Jean. Bad luck. Dagenham. Since she stopped writing in, they started winning again. Yeah. She knows, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, Boreham Wood won easily. Neil, mm. I'm so sick of talking about Boreham Wood. Okay. Let's. Tyrone Marsh. Can we know platform Boreham Wood? Are we allowed to? They haven't got any fans, so who, <laughs> who's going to complain? That is, I get in tr- a lot of trouble for saying they've got no <laughs> fans and playing Everton uh, tonight, John. We're recording on Tuesday. I hope they lose that. No, uh, no it's Thursday. That. Oh, is it Thursday? All yeah. oh, right. So when this goes out, they yeah, play yeah. tonight. They will predict be playing the score tonight. Six uh, nil Everton. Do you think? Yeah. Four one Everton. Six-nil. I hope it is. <laughs> you said that now. Uh, Dover Athletic with the same result as Torquay United versus uh, Grimsby Town. Lost 3-1 at home to Grimsby. Uh, and yeah, just, what's the point? Uh, I spoke to Lloyd Griffith before the match. He went to I the said, cricketers, didn't he? he went, I said, you must go to the cricketers and you must say hello to the cat in the cricketers. Because yeah. lovely cat did a full photo shoot with the... He's always, he's always a couple of weeks behind he me. Is, he is, like He's like a tribute act. <laughs> he's like a me. He's like, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Charlie Baker. And then he just does everything I do a couple of weeks later. Uh, but yeah, Dover won, Grimsby three. Grimsby still sort of in the playoff mix, just about, just outside. Oh, no, I think they'll I think they'll get in the playoffs. Because who's sliding down? Uh, Bromley are sliding a bit, aren't Bromley they? haven't won in three. Mm. Who do they play on Saturday? Torquay United. I'm sure we'll be able to rectify that for Dr. them. Dr. Gulls, we'll see you now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're on, their, they're on a bit of a slide, Bromley. So yeah, maybe. Uh, Halifax won Barnet nil. Uh, which is pretty much what we should have done to Barnet and didn't have mm. Yeah, that you look at that result now. You look at the Torquay result there against them. Rubbish. Think, that was a real waste. Too I mean, dark. we're not losing. Is the thing what's so annoying is we're not losing. So it's not disastrous, but it's just. Oh, anyway, yeah. You see, new Halifax's two strikers were <laughs> Martin Allen, <laughs> Mad Dog up front. Martin and Allen. Unbelievable. <laughs> what's uh, Billy uh, on for the season now? He's like on fifteen or something, isn't he? He, something. Didn't, he didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, not, he did play. Yeah, he's uh, he's. He's slowed off a little bit in recent weeks, isn't he? Yeah, I think, yeah. Still pretty good. Could have done with, could do with him. Could have done with, could him, with him and Umeira's combined or 20, Umeira. 27 I'd have goals. any of those this season. Kings... Bowden, I don't, I don't know why we let Bowden. Probably more money. Yeah. Kings Maybe we Lim... didn't let him go. You Kings never know, Lim John. Kings one, Maidenhead four. Agent Allen back on track. Agent Allen, there he is. They must be safe now, John. They're up to 14. Yeah, you see, they're up and down, aren't they? The bottom three the bottom three. That's Just not luring them in. That's what I'm doing there. Not going anywhere. Uh, it's a good old agent, Alan, getting that done. Another trip to Maidenhead next season. <laughs> Lovely. Good. Lovely stuff. Uh, Southend won, Solly Hole, Moors won. Uh, so, again, Southend still sort of pushing there. I think they've probably got too much to do. Uh, Ter- uh, Terry Alderson still thought that they could overturn that sort of 13-point gap. But I, I think don't think so. I think, right. I, think the top, I think the top nine are probably, is probably between them now, I think. Yeah. I think. Who knows, though, Down John? We win nine. Saturday. You know, and it all turns around in your head again. It's it? only March. It's only March, John. We've got six games in April. I think it probably is too much to do. <laughs> uh, Stockport won Weymouth nil. So, uh, again, Stockport just grinding them out. They thrash teams, do they? But this is, again, this is sort of what we should have been doing this time last mm-hmm. season. When you're on top, grind just grind it out. out. Didn't sign wins. a striker, John. That was the problem. Yeah, Didn't no. sign a striker. And Stockport got that done. Woking nil, Notts County two. So that yeah, was the end of Wardells, uh, yeah. which we'll chat to Ben Fletcher about. Really hope they don't go up. Well, Notts County. Yeah. Really hope they don't go up. 
I think they'll 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 choke in the playoffs again. I'd love that. Be great. I'd love that. Wrexham for Aldershot one, so uh, flying, yeah, Wrexham sort of flying. Everyone Mullin with two. Everyone hitting the mark. Ollie Get sent Palmer. off again soon. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Chesterfield won the overall nil. Uh, uh, so finally, a win for Paul Cook. And uh, Wilson won talkie one. There we are. Wilson won. We've covered that one, haven't we? Is that all the news, John? So who's playing to, tonight? Do you want to predict tonight? Let's predict tonight. On, I'll let's do. The, let's do a little acca now. Here we go then. It's not. We're not a betting. We're not a betting <laughs> podcast. Not. Don't uh, bet on it. Chesterfield Notts County is a big game. That is a big game, isn't it? Chesterfield Notts County. I hope it's a nil-nil draw. I will say one-one. I don't think they'll be able to separate. Okay. Uh, Dagenham. Best versus... outcome though is Notts County win it. Because the Jesford fans in Meltdown is very funny. <laughs> a Dagenham uh, Maidenhead. Dagenham B. Really? Maidenhead. Just a bad Attritional game. Two teams whose season is over. Dagenham V Maidenhead is going to be. Oh, who knows, John? I don't know. 2 2? I think 2 1 for Maidenhead. I've gone for two draws so far. Maidenhead in good form. Okay. And Wrexham v Kings Lynn. <laughs> 5 0. Could be a Could be a, could be a shoeing. Could be an app. Is it a Wrexham at home? Yeah. That could be six or seven. Could be. I think it might be because they're one. I'm going to lump on responsibly. I am going to go five plus goals in yeah. the game. Rex and win. See what, See what happens. Don't there. gamble, kids. It's no good for you. Um, lovely. There we are. There's there's our predictions. Yeah. Which you can find out if we were right because it'd be Thursday when you listen to this. And uh, this is the national obsession. The national obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession. Now, uh, late night on TV uh, last week, I managed to catch uh, on ITV4, I think. I recorded it for you because I thought it was right up your street. It's a new Poirot, Agatha Christie uh, adventure. Yeah, Death on the Nile, all those ones. Yeah, Yeah, and it's one that I thought was right up your street. Yeah. And it's called A Sudden Death at Ashton Gate. I think you should hear a little bit of it. It was quite thrilling late night bit of Poirot. Yes, monsieur. You may be wondering why I've gathered you all here today, in the drawing room. It is to finally work out the mystery of why Matt Buse took the penalty. The penalty at Ashton Gate. I've gone German. Oui, oui, yes, the penalty at Ashton Gate. You found it. The penalty. The penalty at Ashton Gate. Why would Matt Buse take the penalty? Well, monsieur, let us go through it one by one. Who was still on the pitch? The pitch? The pitch. (laughs) Who was still on the pitch at the end of the extra time? Jack Andrews, of course, had gone off. He had been brought on, and then he was taken off again, despite telling everyone to f*** off. He had a big hole in his leg. So he could not take the penalty. Of course, Danny Wright steps up for the first penalty and kicks it into Gloucester. (laughs) Kovalan, of course, saves the penalty. Billy. He steps up Billy Waters, brought on in the 89th minute. Probably to take a penalty. Billy Waters, he will score. Definitely, you will think. Billy Waters steps up. Falls over the stupid f***. <laughs> also does not score. 
Kovalan saves the penalty. Previously, I am out of sync. I'm just trying to keep the mystery going. Who takes the next one? I cannot remember. I think it was Asa Hall. Asa Hall, he scores, of course. Who else scored? Armani Little, of course he scores. He will always score. Conor Lemon Evans, of course he scores. Maybe not in that order. So who is left on the pitch? Kovalan, of course, the goalkeeper, already scored. Matt Buse, still on the pitch. Bought on the, in the 105th minute for Jake Andrews, who had told everyone to f*** off. <laughs> Benji Mbunga Kampioka, a striker from Sunderland. Bought in the 77th minute and did fuck all in the match. Just ran around. Did absolutely nothing. Had already missed two goal chances to put us up in the normal season. So who should it be to take the first, the sudden death's penalty? Well, Shering is on loan. He probably thinks, f*** this for a game of soldiers. Benji Mbunga Kimpioka is a striker, but also on loan. So he's nowhere to be seen when it comes to taking the penalties. Like he was nowhere to be seen during the season when it came to clutch goals. <laughs> so who is left of the players that are not on loan, but are also out-pitch players? Kovalan, we can't expect him. He has already saved two penalties and scored a header. It could not be you, Lucas. We do not hold you responsible. Hmm. Matt Buse, a midfielder. Some would say out of his depth for a lot of the season. Not been backed. Lacking in confidence. Only bought on because Jake Andrews has a hole in his leg and he's told everyone to f*** off. Matt Buse, inexperienced. Scored one or two goals in the season. Or he takes the penalty. And he, as we know, it is saved. We do not hold him responsible. Who do we hold responsible by means of deduction? Number two. Ben Winter. Where were you, Ben? Why did you not take the penalty? You have a goal-scoring record in clutch situations. You are talky through and through. Everybody loves you. We would have forgiven you missing the penalty because you scored that amazing goal in the 88th minute at Woking. Yet you did not step up to take the penalty when it truly mattered. We forgive you, but it should have been you. And now I retire. I have the National League South season. Eight hours of highlights. Champions DVD. The Champions DVD. I am going to go and watch it again. I will never know what happened to that frog. <laughs> As you were, gentlemen. There we are. Very sweary, well, Poirot. Well, it was just it was a sweary, Poirot. But you know, look, it was—it's always great, isn't it? The Agatha Christie—you never know who it's going to be. You don't. Thrilling. So that was on ITV4 the other night. All right. 
wonder really if we'll hear from case. Barrow ever again. I like Poirot. Poirot at Barrow. Maybe if they ever Poirot got, at Barrow. If they ever got relegated. AFC Poirot. AFC Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. This there is the go. National Obsession. <laughs> the National Obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession now. A friend, not a friend of the show, John, is it? But uh, not a friend of a major part. Anybody. A major part of the National League South season was our bitter rivalry mm. with Woking FC, which yeah. we eventually won, John. And no one can ever take away that Torquay beat Woking in that bitter rivalry. Which is why I showed in their no, own in their own backyard. Some I showed would say. no tear for the departure of Alan Dowson. Oh, I do. I'm. I'm I think do I'm, I'm going to. We'll talk to. Look, it's Fletcher's. Hello, Fletch. Ben Fletcher. Good afternoon. Ben Fletcher, I'm Ben Fletcher. Ah. How are we doing? I have to say that contractually. <laughs> Don't say it in that way, Ben. Just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alan Dowson will always be a, now a sort of slight bit part player in the history of Torquay United. Um, and but what does he mean to you as a Woking fan? Well, he spearheaded a 4-0 victory over you lot earlier this season, if I'm not mistaken. I dare say it won't be the same result when you guys come to us on Good Friday. But no, I, I, I said on Twitter last night, uh, or indeed when the news broke, uh, that it was a reaction of sadness, really. I think from a footballing point of view, probably the right decision. You felt he'd taken the club as far as he could. But this is the guy that took us from uh, from National League South back into the National League. You forget how bad a state Woken was in after Anthony Limbrick was shown mm. the door. It, th- things were happening off the pitch that were just really weird. I, know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you, do, you don't know. So too too long ago. Can you forget something if you never knew it in the first place? There are un- unknown unknowns, as I think Dick Cheney once said. But look, to go <laughs> up... Who wasn't talking about the Anthony Limbrick years? Then, <laughs> who can forget the Anthony Limbrick years? Me. <laughs> I think many, and, and well, I think he's managing in Ireland now, which seems a little bit bizarre. But no, as far as Dowson is concerned, uh, Dowson. Limerick is he in Limerick? He, 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 absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But he's he, he was. Uh, I, I wouldn't go as far as club legend status. I think only really um, Jeff Chapel gets that from oh. me. But he he was a very very important figure. What he did off the pitch, he was always doing charity runs. He bought on board a lot of sponsorship. Boz's fruit and veg emblazoned across the front of our yeah. spanking new Adidas jerseys this year. <laughs> that was all down to him. You know, people came to the club. John Katz, the chief executive of the club, yeah. it was it was supposedly all There'd down to, no to Alan Dowson. Fruit and veg without Alan Dowson. There wouldn't be. There wouldn't be. We, we'd have got someone far worse, like Samsung or uh, yeah. you know who knows what what might have been. But no, a very very important figure. And, and he'll be missed. And I, I can't help but think, guys, I and mean, we, we, we talk about the season that was curtailed because of COVID. Um, oh, yeah. I, I do wonder what might have been. You know, on the day, the uh, our, our last game before the 2019-20 uh, season was curtailed, we lost 3-1 at home to Barnet. Yeah. If we'd won that, or if that game hadn't gone ahead at all, then maybe the points per game would have gone slightly more in our favour. Maybe we'd have snuck a playoff place. Yeah, I'm not saying we'd have gone up, but you I think to... Well, well, you never know. It's what's about to be, but you never know. <laughs> I think to have backed up promotion with a playoff finish might have given him more credit in the bank. But short answer, it's a sad day for Woking. Um, all the players seem to... like Kretschmar seems to be very sad he's gone. Um, I can't remember any other Woking players. Well, former for, for friend of yours. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Ben Gehring. Yeah, Ben Gehring. Ben Gehring. Ben uh, he, he was very um, uh, vocal on Very on sad Twitter. about it. Armani Little left and he came talking. He did, absolutely. Mm. And how's, how's he getting on now? He's excellent. Very Is he? Good. Oh, excellent, good, good, ben, yeah. good for him, excellent. if anything. Excellent. Um, Look, he great man manager, great coach, great bloke. His critics, and there have been many of them, um, will tell you that doesn't matter. It's all about results, which it is. 
But you wonder, and I always think this, when you see players sort of lament the, the uh, I won't use the word passing, departure of a manager, why didn't you turn it on then? If he was that great a coach, if he was that great a bloke, you know, where, where was you know, where was the effort to manage for him? But players like Max Kretschmar, who you've mentioned, really did give 110%. He's had the captain's armband. Dowse did wonders for him. Um, brought, you know, he brought too him back good, to the club. Too good for Woking, would you say? Who, Kretschmar? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Shall we get on next season? Do you think Alan Dowse never truly stopped thinking about Ben Winters? Yes, uh, that's a good question. 90th yes. minute equaliser, yeah. three all. How do you think you felt like that? Was, that was the game we were at, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. We, we went for a drink well, afterwards, actually. I remember you were like, almost consoling me because it, yeah. it, it was very sad. Our it, rivalry. It? It, it was quite sad, but it, when it, you were two one time, up. When you were two and up, did you think you'd won the game? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Not a chance. I believe it when the fat lady sings, when the whistle yeah. goes. But three one up. Three one up as well, you were, yeah, at one point. Yeah. Do you remember that beautiful pass from Rory Keating through to Jamie Reid? I, I don't know though who those people are. They're, they're just names you're, you're making Amazing up. Pass. You should Google it. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I'll yeah. look on YouTube. But that rivalry, that rivalry yeah. that we had was was something very special, and it, it it's yeah. it, it it'll be missed. Tell you why it was special. Why is that? We won it. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> there's always ne- there's always next season. There's always next season. There is always next season. Um, I will miss Alan Dowson. He seemed like a a good man in football. Like, a, a, like one of the good ones. None of this, you know, third phase stock take balls into the, you know, all that bullshit. Quite old school. Where does it leave Martin Tyler? Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, that's a good question, John. That's a very, very good question. Um, the assistant I, I manager. He wasn't mentioned in this. Is he live? He, well, what, what one can only assume so. I mean, he didn't get a mention. I mean, yeah, plenty yeah. of other people got a mention. Rosemary Johnson, the chairman, she stepped down. That's now been Happened confirmed be by the chairman. club. Uh, chairperson she by her own the the own terminology she prefers to use is chairman so I'll stop you there I apologise if we can apologise to Rosemary putting the woke into woking absolutely (laughs) right she is the chairman of woking Um, Kelvin Ray director's gone but Martin Tyler presumably stays on as assistant Ian Dyer is the caretaker manager but Martin Tyler's what in his 70s now Uh, is he going to want to continue this maybe he wants the job full time maybe he wants the number one job do you think so the hot seat he'll he'll sack off Sky Sports commentary and uh, become woking manager I I I think there's a shout he could become chairman or certainly a kind of boardroom member or chairwoman or (laughs) chair Martin Tyler seems How did you feel when you were like three? It was like eighty-eight minutes, and you thought we must be winning this now. We might go. We might win the league here, and then woof, gets thrown I, in. I think bounces. You, they, Connell Am and Evans at the back post as a shot hits. The, oh, hits them, and it bounces back out. Winter. Yeah. There's a bit of rewriting of history going on here. As I recall, going into that game, the, the game against you was the last chance saloon. Uh, you guys yeah. were already ahead of us on points. I think we had to beat you to keep the title race alive. Yeah. So when when you secured that draw, mm. it was almost a relief because we said, right, well, we're not going to win the league now. Mm. We can concentrate on our promotion campaign, yeah, it was really exciting, which we did. Oh, All the, the lights, lights have just gone. gone. I've got sexy. That'll be my uh, that'll be my backside on the light switch. Sorry about that. I'll I love refrain, that album. I'll refrain from doing the Mike Parry impression. Um, but and, and again, that promotion campaign that Dow uh, spearheaded the game against Wilston, two 0 down, yeah. and then we win three two. The most lucky, mental fifteen lucky. minutes. It, well, it, it was Paul Hodges came on and changed the game, but um, it was a mental fifteen minutes of football. All oh. household names. Exactly. <laughs> I'm much like the Talkie United squad. Yeah. Me. Well, look. Thank you for joining us on the National Obsession. Ben, we uh, just hold. We'll hold a minute silence. No, we won't hold a minute no. silence for Dallas. He's not died. He's, he's he'll not get, he'll died. get another job. He, and, that's, and that's crucial. I think he will. If he'll not in the national league, job. somewhere in the national league south, hundred percent. Ben Fletcher, thank you very much. Our Woking correspondent. It's been a privilege.
The National Obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession, and it's time for Letters from a Listener. You go, will you send back a letter from a listener? Any letters, John? A couple. Oh, nice. Very nice. A couple nice. of letters. We'll get through those. Mm. Steve Cullen. Ah. Cullen in the name of. Oh, there yeah, we are. The Cullen week. in the name of. On the ice, Steve. Steve's a South End fan. Do you remember he uh, messaged us first a couple of weeks ago because he is trucking around uh, Canada. Oh, oh, yes, I do remember that. Yes, you Steve. said you quite fancied the truck life. Oh, I do. Just, uh, oh, I we played say. a bit of Convoy for Steve. Oh, yeah, we? nice. Get, play get, his a, get a Convoy. Yeah. That'd be nice. You fancy the truck driver well, life? I found what I fancy, John, is the thought of pulling up, sleeping in your cab, rain splattering on the window, a little, little... Something to eat in your cab, John. Portable little Trangia. Yeah, a little book on the go, all sorts. Lovely oh, life, isn't it? Eh, obviously. No. Some, some of them do. You've seen that. <laughs> um, what's, he got, what's he got to say for himself? Steve Cullen, a very short missive from Steve. I wonder if he was, you know, the Canadian truck protest that was going on. Mm, Did you see part that? Of that? I wonder if he was in that. Oh, in the middle Steve. of, uh, what's the capital of Canada? Montreal. No. Toronto. No. Mm. Ottawa. Ottawa quiz question isn't it it's a good quiz because you immediately go for the two you've heard of exactly like like in australia isn't it yeah. sydney melbourne melbourne no canberra <laughs> uh steve says hi lads alberta 10-4 here hey yes he's trucking 10-4, around big, alberta big watching, buddy i'm watching the footy with all the expats down the pub i mentioned the podcast oh and it turns out lots of them have second teams in the national league oh. i talked you up a bit and a few said they would check out the show so i'm check doing my out. bit to spread the word well, it's on the ice Steve. The good word. we're going to be big in, uh, big in canada. canada big in winnipeg big, big, big national league tour in canada steve thank you so much steve any spreading the word is is greatly sensational uh, and he's greatly, a South End fan he must be uh, loving life at the loving moment it. loads of good results coming Listening in to the shrimpers there as he Try next season, highway, put your money on South End for next for the playoffs at least next season. I yeah. would suggest. There we are, Steve. Is that two letters from Steve? That's second letter from Steve. There we are. It's a good letter ice. though, and he's spreading four. the word. He is spreading the word. Maybe spreading no, it. Look, I think one more letter from Steve, and he'll be getting towards the Fof at number that because his Fof ten four will be his number. Do you think he should be a Fof for those two for spreading the word and the two letters, John? No. Oh, not yet. He's okay. got to do three. Fof 10-4. I'm going to check it. It's my brother as well. Oh, it sounds a bit too suspicious. <laughs> you think it's... It's all a bit too on the nose, isn't yeah, it? Trucking yeah, around Alberta. <laughs> do we think? Watching the footy why with the Why would he do it with the lads? The pub. Got a, just why would they have National League sides? Maybe we need Poirot to... AFC Poirot to look into it. <laughs> Can we get him back? AFC Poirot. wonder what his voice will be next <laughs> He was definitely from a German part, like yeah, on the like, German border, Strasbourg. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Something happened. Uh, Clive Hayward, Sir Clive. On the ice to on you, the Clive. Ice, Clive. Ever reliable Clive Hayward. He says, hello, John and Charlie. And I think it's in reference to the no edit special. Mm. Uh, last week he says, I agree what this messed up world definitely, need, definitely needs is more podcasts celebrating the clubs mm. in the National League. Because I think... I did listen back to last week's, actually, because I wanted to see how bad the no-edit was. But it was good, wasn't it? That's all right. Lovely. And we so. mentioned a few other, like Chesterfield chats, oh, Dover, yes. something the or other. Dover soul. I think Clive's right. come up with another one, uh, with a few, well, lots here. Yeovil, all you need is glove. Lovely. Not bad. Shot the Glovers. Listen, if they're listening, yeah. Wrexham, Deadpools and Dragons. Oh, oh, oh like Dungeons, Dungeons and, Dragons. and Dragons. Deadpool, is it? Yes, very good Clive, yeah. Stockport, Mad Hatter's Tea Party. That's good. That's good. It's Not called bad. the Scarf Bagara War. The Stockport. The what? Um, the Scarf Bagara War is the Stockport. Um, oh, 
I don't know what the, I don't know where it comes okay. from. That's the Stockport no um, podcast. Um, Halifax, facts sake. For facts sake. For facts sake. Very nice. That's yeah, good. That's I good. like that. Yeah, that's good. Kings Lynn, Norfolk, and oh, Norfolk yeah. and Chance. Okay. Bit route one for Bit you, Clive. Old, but yeah, there we are. An old do that, Clive. Uh, Alder shot on the ice with the Gurkhas. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Nice. Uh, Dover bluebirds over the shite cliffs. <laughs> Bit of great. I mean, if it was your own team and it was called that. South End back to my roots. Mm. Pete, oh my god, it's Mike Brolly. Chesterfield spire shots. These yeah. are very. I'm going to have to do a whole lot of bleeping now. Just as I was looking forward to a nice it's evening of a nice. It's gone very blue. Just almost no editing required. Just really easy. It's since we've dropped down Clive's the lead. Clive's coming swearing his head off. We've lost hope. At Maidenhead, the Devonshire dumpling. Oh, lovely. I do like yeah, that. Yes. Devonshire's do. That's it, is it? So, Clive. Well, That's then, Clive. it. On the ice, Clive. Smashing stuff. Thank you very much. Lovely couple of letters there. If you want to send us a letter, do get in touch, John. Yeah, please do on nationalobsession at gmail.com. Yeah, or find us at NatobsPod on Twitter. Absolutely lovely. Enjoy your National League. Um, I think we'll beat Bromley, John. I'm just going to say it. Do you reckon it'll be very talky to just in, I think a, we'll in beat a fairly them. sort of meaningless they game They weren't now. all that when we played them, to be honest. I mean, they, we weren't very they good is the thing. They never all then. that, but they're always just annoying. No one could, you know, you know. We're pretty good in defence, aren't we? That's but hey. We Look, are we are plodding towards the end of the season now. We, at March, 172. John, quite a long, well, I tell quite a long time yet. We're closing in on Ep 200, Ooh, so well, uh, season, I think though, maybe it? on that it'll be next season. But let's mm. get your thoughts. Nationalobsessionatgmail.com. Live Ep 200. Where did we say we were going to do a live one for the Boots. end of this season? Oh yeah, we're going to. I can't remember, John. What were we going to do? We we're going to do something. Oh, you said we we're going to do it with Lord Cockington. He's going to trot on stage. Not yet. Not yet. One day. Uh, on the ice, everybody. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.